This is what we scrounge up from breakfast with JB on 92.9. This is unbelievable. I know that there's always these stories about people suing one another for really, really, really bizarre things, which, I mean, really, at the end of the day, the only winners there is the legal system and the lawyers. But this one's nuts. A personal trainer is suing a a date. It's not even a partner or an ex or anything like that. Someone he found on Tinder. Yeah, just like he just went out on a date with this woman and he contracted painful cold sores from her and he's suing her for negligence and $236,000 compensation for getting cold sores. So he obviously kissed her at the end of the night. Yes. Then, so she did. Did she have the cold sore at the time? Yeah. Is she, well, that's his fault. If he saw that and still went in yeah, for the smooch. Yep. Yeah. Uh, apparently, had a uh, he he claims so. Martin Conway, aged forty five, is suing Joanna <laughs> Lovelace for contracting the herpes simplex virus from their date in two thousand and nineteen. Conway's claiming. That Lovelace had a, listen to this, a moral, ethical and legal duty to warn me of the risks that I would be exposed to, adding I was kissed before I was informed of any cold sore. It is fair, just and reasonable for the court to impose a duty of care upon the respondent due to the risk that was negligently being taken with my health which was reasonably foreseeable, which led to three weeks of severe acute symptoms leading to emotional, physical and financial distress. Financial distress? Yeah. What was he paying for? Just the medication to fix it? (laughs) I'm thinking, yeah. My Lord, you can sue someone for anything these days. Oh, it's crazy. He should have... I reckon he would have been the one that would have gone in for the kiss at the end of the night. So that's his fault. I reckon. I think so. Apparently, he he's, so he's suing for the the money. The, the financial distress is apparently because he suffered from panic attacks after this and endured weeks of isolation with fearing to leave his apartment except for medical appointments and the uh, costly fortnightly therapy sessions he's had to endure. Uh, he's claiming the cash for those and future sessions up to the age of 79. What? Conway, the Martin Conway, the guy that contracted the cold source, he's training to be a lawyer. <laughs> but, but Lovelace, the one that he's suing against, her lawyers describe the claim as vectitious and doomed to fail. Yeah, it so- doesn't sound like he's going to win this one. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, 45-year-old bloke. Yeah. Struggling to find a date. Yeah. Gets a cold sore. And he ain't getting any more dates now. No, no, he gone. He is out of there. And to be, and just to clarify too, I did say cold sores. He's not suing uh, Joanna Lovelace for ordering the cold slaw. Yeah, that's what I thought you said when we were off air when you were telling me about. I was like, did you say a cold sore or she ordered cold slaw? That'd be a bit ridiculous. She's just ordering the side food and then gets sued four hundred thousand bucks for it. A lot of people hate cold slaw out there. Anything's possible. Well, I'm not a fan of it, so I can see where he's coming from. This is the best of JB for breakfast on ninety two point nine. This is what we scrounge up from breakfast with JB on 92.9. So if you're not familiar with him, that is, of course, Akon, rapper and singer, and now city builder, city owner. 
This is incredible news. What, you found this on what, Akon's Instagram you are on yesterday, Caleb, was it? I wasn't on Akon's Instagram. I was on, it was just on my Instagram oh, feed. Okay, I don't know enough. where it <laughs> came from and what I'm following but for we're that glad, to come up. But we're glad it did. But then I did go to Akon's Instagram yeah. and confirmed it that some international, KE International, has awarded him US $6 billion, a construction contract to build Akon City in Senegal. This is crazy. And the currency, it's not going to be normal currency. It's going to be Acon's cryptocurrency, Acoin. How good's that? Acoin. Yeah. What a great name. It's not going to be ready till 2029, but he's been yep. awarded the construction contract. Yeah. It's crazy. Now, I had a look into this. Ian. I first announced this grand scheme back in 2018. However, in 2020, earlier on this year, he shared on Twitter that the agreements for a city in Senegal have been finalised and the project's underway. He captioned a photo of himself with the Senegal president, Maki Sol. Looking forward to hosting you there in the future was the caption on that. Uh, Akon's been planning the crypto city since 2018 and it uh, is looking at trading exclusively with Acoin. <laughs> um, he's also looking at expanding Acoin to be used right throughout Africa where much of the population is unbanked, but smartphones are widely used by the population. Yeah. So therefore, it'd be very you know, wise for them to be able to get access to his currency so to be able to you know, use that and Well, we did have cash. a pretty heated conversation oh, with uh, Jeff the Voice Dunn yesterday, yes. how he doesn't think cash will ever die. Yes, cash will never, ever People run dry. People will always use... Yeah. I don't think so. I reckon it will go... I'm looking at getting an expert on the show next week from the Treasury Department mm. to discuss that exact uh, the exact topic about uh, Australia going ca- well, people cashless. People were already using cash less and less. Yes. And then when yes. this coronavirus took over, yeah. everyone pretty much stopped using it altogether. Yeah, that's exactly right. That just fast-tracked it. Yeah. So, look, I reckon at this stage with um, just excluding Acon City and Acoin for a while, great name, by the way, <laughs> great name, um... I think that for Australia to go cashless, we just need to get rid of those useless five-cent coins first. Yeah. Once we do that, it's game on. The ball the is rest rolling will just then. just take care of itself. That's it. 7.25. Look, hopefully with Acon City, we can draft some kind of um, sister city agreement yeah. between Tamworth and Acon City <laughs> in the really future. Do really want to be linked with Acon <laughs> City? <laughs> Look, you, know, you never know. Never know oh. what benefits that may bring us. Well, it's not... It won't be for a while. Still nine years away till it's completed. I know Cole, Cole Murray's not back at work till Monday, but I'll be giving him a call <laughs> within minutes of his return going, look, have I got an idea for you, Cole? Have oh, I got a plan no. for you? This is the best of JB for breakfast on 92.9. This is what we scrounge up from breakfast with JB on 92.9. An interesting question. What does Miley Cyrus have to do with words and the COVID-19? Uh, before you answer this, Kayla, I'll just answer it for you because I don't think you'll uh, get it. I certainly didn't this morning. No, I had no idea. So apparently uh, this was originally done as a satirical article, but they've kind of taken it on board and ran with it. A satirical article uh, earlier on in the coronavirus thing made an article up saying that Cockney rhyming slang, mm-hmm. they've officially adopted the word Miley Cyrus as being coronavirus. <laughs> It was a satirical article, but sort of the, <laughs> the, the Cockneys went, 
You know what? That goes all right, eh? I think we're going to run with that. Coronavirus, you know? Miley Cyrus. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. It it's works. Not, it's not bad. I mean, I don't, I, the only other thing I could think of that would possibly rhyme with it is probably like Egyptian papyrus. Yeah. But n- nowhere near as hip and cool. No, Miley Cyrus is way better. <laughs> yeah. So we'll, <laughs> we'll stick with that. I think so. <laughs> so apparently um, a couple of uh, English scholars have said, I've cut this down because they're English scholars, so it's not all that exciting. Yeah. But they've basically said that there's apparently been more words created in the last 12 months with this whole coronavirus pandemic than there have been created in the last 50 or 60 years. Really? So, yeah, yeah. Just wow. With, I so what are these words? Just So some of the coronavirus slang and sort of portmatures, which is, you know, when people merge sort of two words together, like Brexit, those sort yeah. of things. Some of the big ones that come out of this is COVID idiots, <laughs> which is an insult for someone who disregards health and safety guidelines. I like that. I reckon You're all of COVID these... idiot. Yeah, I like that. That's not bad. <laughs> I think these are all going to be contenders too for word of the year. Yeah, potentially. Uh, Coronacopolis... A reference to these unprecedented times. What Unpre- is that one? Uh, a coronacopolis. Coronacopolis. A reference to these unprecedented times and the risks facing the world. Right. Uh, unprecedented. That's got to be the word of the year. Unprecedented. Yeah. That's Why is that? It, just because you can't say it? No. You struggle to get it out? <laughs> no, just because the amount it's been used. Oh, right. <laughs> it is a hard word to say sometimes. Unprecedented, though. yeah. yeah. Uh, quarantini, a homemade cocktail prepared while in home quarantine. <laughs> I did have some quarantinis over the last few months. <laughs> I think we all have. Corona coma, another name for the shutdown period or the long, luxurious sleeping opportunities newly available to some in quarantine. (laughs) (laughs) It's actually pretty good. Coronacation. (laughs) Making the most of a forced staycation due to the cancelled classes or events. (laughs) Uh, Corona babies or cronials. I like that. Cronials. How good is that? That's very good. <laughs> Children conceived during the lockdown. That beats baby boomer. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Coronials. I like coronials. Corona babies, boring. Yeah, coronials are much better. Yeah. And uh, magpie, to snatch up desirable staples in the supermarket like toilet <laughs> paper or pasta. <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, very well done. I think they needed it. So they couldn't have really got a play on word for that one. It was magpie. Yeah, just magpie. Yeah. That's it. That had to be the Aussie. I reckon the other ones were invented by overseas scholars. And yep. then we've just gone, it's yeah, just, magpie. Yeah, you guys have made up enough. Yeah. He's one from us. <laughs> yeah, that's you it. magpie. <laughs> this is the best of JB for breakfast on 92.9. This is what we scrounge up from breakfast with JB on 92.9. And Jess, you've uh, had some luck in finding some things on people's curbsides that, you know, it might be trash for them, but treasure for you. You found some good stuff as well. Yeah, we have. I mean, hard rubbish is a cool thing. It's just one of those things you get in the car and you go for a drive around. In fact, before I even tell you what we found, the other day uh, my partner and I were in the car 
it was dark and they're in this big souped up kind of looking thing with, with spotlights and they're literally doing spotlights <laughs> on the curbside. Really? Yeah. They, wow. They were. It was just like flick on, flick yep. off and they must have just been driving yep. around and stuff. But no, you find some pretty cool things. Just last week we found um, like a big toolbox trolley, yep. like the ones you see in like a, in a mechanics or like in someone who knows what they're doing with tools. <laughs> um, like the five drawer and it's got the wheels yeah. on the bottom and and we were just coming back from a big bike ride and, and Jake says to me, he's like, right, we're going back. We're getting the car going back. You so. threw it on the back of the bike and no. throw it, <laughs> no throw it way. home? No way. It was way too so, heavy. Or he could have, I don't know how you'd work this out. He could push it with his bike and you sit on the back of the... On the back of the toolbox. Anyone listening right now would understand <laughs> how heavy those things were. Yeah. And there was nothing in it, and it was so yeah. heavy. Oh, they are. Up. Yeah. But we found that. That's and a great haul. It was. That is incredible. In good condition as well? Yeah. Like, yeah, okay. it just, like mostly, it looks like the condition that everyone yeah. keeps it in yeah. every garage <laughs> and mechanics and yeah. stuff like that. But no, it was it was it was awesome. Like I think it just cleaned it out and it w- would be fine. But we've also found I think one of the other things. This is not this is not my hobby. This is my other half's hobby. <laughs> um, um, barbecues. Oh, yes. Barbecues. People are always getting rid of a shitty old barbecue. Yeah, they're always crap, though, on the curbside. <laughs> I've spotted about five. It's literally try and find the worst Barbie around yeah. town. They're all bent in on themselves and mangulated. And has your partner actually found, like, a decent... Wo- really? Yeah. Yeah, was, right. This was back wow. in Adelaide, and I'm pretty sure the barbecue is actually still at his dad's house. The day he brought it home, he was so happy. He cleaned it up, <laughs> and we had snags on there before he Yeah, got right. It. So, yeah, it was... It actually had a lid and everything. Yeah, was, okay. People people just, I don't know. When people, you live in areas where people have a lot of money, yeah. they're more likely yeah. to get rid of stuff like that. And the same with Marketplace. If you look hard enough, you'll find things that are really cheap. You can still like undercut them anyway. You know? <laughs> a friend of mine found, and I swear to this day, it's forged. Yeah. But a friend of mine found in a well-to-do suburb mm-hmm. a, a signed... Sign oh. Teen Teen Arena block mounted poster. Actually, no, you know what? I would believe that because you get to a point in someone's life where they're like, you know what? I don't think I need the yeah. Sign Teen Arena poster no. anymore. No, it was block mounted. Had the like the record mounted in it as well. Oh my um, gosh! Signed by her with a message to Steve or something like that. Yeah, I reckon it's someone with their left hand having a bit of a job. <laughs> they found a cheap. You know, uh, <laughs> Teen Arena poster when they used to hand him out yeah, on yeah. Saturday for free. Yeah, yeah. And he's just done the left hand number on there. Maybe yeah. had a couple of Chardonnays and had a go at the autograph. Oh, And my there God. you go. So, hey, and it you- wasn't even for the good Teen Arena album, too, which I can't remember what it was now. It was the other one. It was one of the other albums from was it Sorrent? Is that so, Sorrento Moon a name of an album or just the name <clears> of a song? That was the name of the song. It wasn't from, it was the album after that right. one. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't even the good one. I was like, dude, if you're at Hard Rubbish, you could have got the good album. Yeah. You got the Dodge. One. Yeah, now, I don't exactly. reckon it's her. I reckon if one day I'll have to get a photo yeah. of it, and if I ever one day meet Tina Arena, I'll have to <laughs> show her and get her to verify it. That's right, <laughs> verify the, the left handed yeah, signature. Holy moly. <laughs> Tell me you found some stuff in hard rubbish, though. Uh, 
No, no, the, or have you always got the rubbish to throw out? Yeah, I'm usually yeah, okay. the one that's the thrower, not the picker. Yeah, yeah. So, whereas you seem to be one or the other, you don't throw anything out, but you claim it all. Yep, <laughs> got it. Yep, yes, done. only because we've got a microwave <laughs> that's bung in our garage. I'm like, it's hard rubbish. Should we just take it out? It's like, nah, nah. we'll just like leave it to when we, we move, you know? <laughs> like, it's, it's literally hard rubbish coming up and we've yeah. got a microwave that doesn't work. We could take it out. Like, I could do that, but like, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> this is the best of JB for breakfast on 92.9. This is what we scrounge up from breakfast with JB on 92.9. What you got busted for at school? I was such a fantastic kid at school and played by the rules. I don't have any stories for this, which is why we brought in the big guns. Caleb, how are you? I was a pretty good kid at school. Nice disclaimer. Yeah, just want to put that out there first. (laughs) But... (laughs) (laughs) No, this was blown out of proportion a little bit. I got caught wagging, but it was after we'd finished our year 10 exams. So it was the last few weeks before going to the six-week holiday over Christmas and summer. So we weren't really doing anything because before going into year 11 and 12 and the big stuff. So it was just a waste of time. Me and my mates, we planned it for a week. Me and two mates, we thought we had planned the perfect way to get get a day off school without anyone ever knowing. Yep. So we started, it was went on sports day, so we're in our sports shirt, just black shorts. We didn't wear our school socks, we just wore normal white socks, and I wore my Vans as well, so I wasn't even in sports shoes. And usually there were quite a few times me and my mates would often skate into town after school and get picked up there, so we took our skateboards in, so it wasn't unusual. Yeah. No one suspected a thing. So we end up getting to school, we all meet up at this spot, and we just walk through the back doors and out through this back alleyway kind of thing no one saw us so we're in the clear my house was closest so we went to my house hung out there for the day (laughs) just played xbox um then the pool (laughs) the pool guy came so we then had to hide in my house under (laughs) under a couple of beds so we the pool guy wouldn't see us and suspect anything and he was there for about an hour (laughs) (laughs) then we timed it that by the time we left my house to skate into town, we'd get there by the time we normally would if we were at school. Yeah. Then I went into my dad's office because he was driving me home. Dad was asking me all the normal questions. Like, hey, mate, how was school? Like, yeah, it was all right. <laughs> um, what'd you get up to? <laughs> ah, not much. Now, this is where it all kind of unravels. <laughs> yes. I was meant to win an award that day for playing in the school AFL team. Yeah. And my sister went to the same school as me. So she then told Dad, like, oh, it was Caleb off sick today. He's like, no. Oh. Well, he didn't go up on, because it was a school assembly, he yes. didn't go up and accept his award. Oh. But also, my mate's mum was driving past and saw us skating into town. <laughs> <laughs> As you were coming back. Yeah. To, to hitch off this perfect plan. Yeah. So we thought we'd had the most yep. foolproof plan yep. ever yep. when really there was multiple holes in it. And there was busted. very multiple holes, like having uh, taken the day off when you were meant to be on stage accepting an award. Yeah. <laughs> well, I didn't know that either. So that, oh, right. Yeah, it was a surprise aware. award. Yeah. Uh, right. See, think, looking back on it now, you could have always said, oh, no, I was there. I just missed it because I was in the toilet. Mm. Don't know. Yeah. Is that is that probably a worse excuse than just going, yeah, okay, I wagged? Yeah. <laughs> See, yeah, when Dad asked me what I got up to, oh, yeah, just English, he was like, did you actually go to school? <laughs> no. Did you get the, look, I'm not angry, I'm just disappointed chat? <laughs> well, Dad wasn't going to tell my mum. Dad, because oh, he yes. was like, all right, 
keep this between you and me. <laughs> 30 seconds after he said that, the phone rings. <laughs> Did you know Caleb wasn't at school today? Uh, Dad just looked at me and said, no one can help you now, son. <laughs> yep. Once mum finds out, you're on your own. Yeah, that was it for me. <laughs> this is the best of JB for breakfast on 92.9. This is what we scrounge up from breakfast with JB on 92.9. The slowest letter or delivery you've ever received. Get amongst this discussion on our Facebook page or give me a call right now, 676 That's what Kat's done. Kat, you've got a story. Uh, so last year, my family and I went to New Zealand uh, in January 2019 and we sent a postcard to my grandmother that only arrived last week. <gasps> no way! From- yeah. Like, no word of a lie, only arrived last week, and all this time she'd been thinking that we weren't thinking of her while we were in New Zealand. Yeah, right, and it would have been that awkward discussion (laughs) when you got back from NZ, I imagine, when you said to your grandma, hey, look, what was the postcard like? And she would you know, yeah? But she was sort of like, we're like, oh, did you get anything in the mail? And she just kind of was like, "Ah," type thing, and didn't really say anything, (laughs) because she was wasn't trying to be, like, needy and ungrateful type thing. But, um, yeah, so she gave us a call um, and was like, oh, have you gone back to New Zealand? And we were like, no. <laughs> postcard from New Zealand. I'm like, that was from last year. <laughs> that is unbelievable. That Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. That is crazy. Who it? 18, what's that? Almost 18 months. Yeah. That's... I have no idea where the postcard went between then and now. Yeah. The things it's seen, I bet. Yeah, I imagine. That's right. <laughs> That's crazy. Kat, thank you so much. That's all right. I'll talk to you later. This is the best of JB for breakfast on 92.9.